0: Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to the Focus 15 Podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to spend daily time in the Bible. So together, we'll dive deep into God's Word today. All it will take is 15 minutes. Welcome back to the Focus 15 Podcast My hope for this podcast is to give you deep truth from the Bible in just 15 minutes together. Um, I also want to let you know that I have a Focus 15 Bible study series and recently launched a Bible study on the book of Jonah called Immersed, Experiencing the Patience, Provision, and Presence of God. I posted a video this week on the blog all about the Focus 15 Bible study method, so you can learn more about it there at katieor.me backslash focused15. And I'd love for you to try out the Bible study. You can purchase it on the blog and um, or on Amazon for your Kindle. And I do have a coupon code for all my podcast listeners for 25% off. Just use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout. Um, I put out a call this week for Amazon reviews, and I wanted to share a few of them with you. Cindy shared... I have read the story of Jonah a hundred times, but this study challenged me to think in a unique way about Jonah's circumstances and God's sovereignty. Katie Orr does a great job of helping us dig deeper into Jonah's story through researching of the Hebrew words and inductive study. I have gained a new perspective on Jonah through this study and highly recommend it to others. Thanks so much, Cindy. I appreciate that. And then Angela said, I love Katie Orr's method of studying the Bible and teaching you as you go along through a book how to do it. I hadn't studied the book of Jonah in depth until I got this book. I also love that Katie includes cheat sheets. It makes me feel like I'm on the right track or it helps me see something I might have missed or a new way to look at the scripture. Love it. I'm so glad to hear that, Angela. A a big heart behind my study method is not just to lead you through scripture, but to teach you how to study the Bible on your own. And so I love that you feel like you uh, are learning that as you go along, as you study Jonah. So thank you to all of you who took the time to leave a review this week. It means so much to me. And again, if you'd like to try out the Immersed Bible Study, if you haven't already, then you can use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout at KDOR.me backslash Focused15. Well, in our last podcast, we looked at the prayer in Jonah 2, and we saw first that God provided distress in Jonah's life, and that was for great purpose. And he does this in our lives as well, that God's provision of distress often reveals a displaced devotion in our life. So this is a provision of God because that distress reveals the sin in our life, reveals the places that we are chasing after things other than God. And so today we're going to look at another provision of God seen in the book of Jonah. So let's go back to our passage, Jonah 1, verse 17, and I will read all the way through chapter 2. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish, saying, I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard me. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas. And the floods surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. The waters closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped about my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you in your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love, but I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. Well, as I mentioned last time, there are there are four provisions that I see um, of God that He that He provides for Jonah that we see in this prayer. And uh, last week, like I mentioned, we saw that God provided distress. And today, we're going to look at how God provides deep places. God allowed the distress of the ways to close over Jonah. And so we move from this place of distress uh, to a deep, deep place. In verse 5, it says, The water closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped about my head at the roots of the mountains. So this is literally a near-death experience for Jonah. His deep place is a literal deep place in the sea. Uh, he's, he's drowning. And his life, it says, was fainting away. And though we don't always, ha- may, you know, we may not have the physical drowning deep place it can be an emotional drowning. It can be a spiritual drowning. It can be different places that we are in, in, in despair. These are the deep, dark places where our soul is more than weary. and heart is broken and our hope is almost gone. Sometimes these waves come out of nowhere and they knock the air right out of you. They're sudden. And I have shared on the blog before that um, my brother, James passed away back in November and it was out of nowhere. He was 29 and it was completely sudden, unexpected death and that was a deep place. It's still in, in some some ways is a deep place for me. It is hard, it is sad, it is overwhelming at times. Um but even in that deep place, God provides. God has provided um, peace and hope where um, I have not experienced death this close to me before. And so there was this always this lingering question of how will I handle this? <laughs> what would what would losing someone so, you know, close to me look like? And um, it has been hard, but I have seen the faithfulness of God in so many ways that I have not seen before, before this deep place. Other times, um, deep places can come much more subtly. Um, it's a gradual decline that you don't even realize. And uh, the other deep place in my life that I've experienced is, is depression and for me, that was, um, something that I didn't even realize that I was in for, for quite a long time. But, um, you know, the, this, this, the pattern that God has had, um, my little family on is that, um, Chris and I got married in Jacksonville and then we had our son, Kenneth, and then we moved to Atlanta and then we had our son or our daughter, Anna, and then we moved to Deland, uh, we moved back to Florida and we had our son, Michael. And so we have been in a, in a matter of just seven years, we had moved and had a baby and moved and had a baby and moved and had a baby. And it was just transition after transition from one ministry to another. And, um, I also had some un- undiagnosed thyroid issues that, um, just were giving me problems. And I, and I, through all of this found myself in a, in a, in a deep place of depression and I didn't recognize it for a very long time. And most around me had no idea that it was the case. Um, as an extro- extrovert, I couldn't manage the times that I had to be out and around people, but I was not myself and I knew it. Um, and it, it was frustrating because externally everything was great. You, you know, great husband, um, three beautiful kids. Um, Husband's got a great job. We're in a great place in life. But yet, um, even though I had so many blessings and there was nothing that I could point to in life that was causing the depression, I was just still there. I, I could not shake this feeling of hopelessness and, and just sadness and really a lack of energy to do much of anything. And you know, there's a, a history of depression in my family, and I just didn't, I guess I just didn't, I just didn't realize it. But one way or the other, I was there, and I was there in a deep place. And um, even in that deep place, though, God still showed himself so, so faithful and um, has, has brought me out of that deep place. Um, the Psalms have so many verses in there. That make me think that many of these psalmists were pressed. uh, My heart resonates with their cries. Um, And even in Psalm 69, the psalmist um, pens these words. He says, save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no, no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with a waiting for my God. And then in verse 29, he says, but I am afflicted and in pain. Let your salvation. O God set me on high. So this Psalmist sees that even his in his affliction in his pain and his weariness in the deep, deep place. He knows his only salvation is God. And he says, God, you must get me out of this. You must set me on high. You are the only one that can bring me out of this. In these deep places, they are a provision of God. And in in if, if in no other way for us to see our deep, deep dependency on him, the provision of deep places creates a deep, deep, Dependency on our only hope, which is God. It's in those deep places that you find that you have nothing left and God proves himself faithful. Your heart aches and nothing satisfies and it is horrible yet wonderful at the same time. Psalm 26 through 7 says that now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand some trust in chariots and some in horses but we trust in the name of the lord our god if you find yourself today in a deep place whether it's been a subtle slow gradual decline or if you have been hit by a wave that has just swept the feet your feet right out from under you be encouraged you are not alone God sees you and he has great purpose for you right here, right where you are. 1 Peter 4.13 exhorts us, instead be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. We are, it makes us, these deep places make us partners with Christ in his suffering. This is not something we want to hear, but the Bible promises that we will suffer. It promises that these deep places will come. So if you are not in a deep place right now, you will be in a deep place. And if we do not have a great hold on the truth of God's word, when those deep places come, it makes it that much more difficult. So we must know that when deep places come, that God is still faithful, that God is still there. He has not left us. He has great purpose in these deep places, and we are partners with Christ in his suffering. We are not alone. As we will see next week, God always brings deliverance, and sometimes we're in this deep place for a week, and sometimes it's for years and years, but deliverance comes, and our deep places are never in vain. They are always for his glory. God. um, I confess that I don't always want to praise you. For the deep places. It is hard. To praise you. When our hearts are crushed. When our hopes are dashed. But we know that. You bring a hope. That. That nothing and no one on this earth can bring. And we know that you love us. And you do all things from that place of love. And we know that you will never leave us or forsake us. So God, I pray for those right now who are in pain. Who are in those deep places. Who feel like they are drowning. And I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that you uh, would give them great hope. and I pray that their eyes would be opened to see that you are their salvation and you alone. Lord, we praise you for the difficult times in our life. And we ask that you would be glorified even in our pain. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor.me. Twenty-two.